We'll see how we we'll go with, with the, just the normal things of Tumi. Then we'll see. I, I don't want to mix in the other ones because we have the other sedos yet. Then she says to the Moshe and he doesn't tell him why he needs the Tumah. Because the idea is, in a way, he wants the Yidden to recognize who's the giver and who's the taker. The Rabbeinu Shalayim is the one who gave it all to us. And now he's asking back for something. And that's our Chiv to give him back. And that's he wanted to see, I'm not telling you after build a base amigdash and nothing. After I finish telling you I want money from you, I think then I tell you why I want the money. Normally, if you 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 want to make an appeal, you tell about what you want to build and this and that, and then you say, I want money from you. But here you say I want money from you. That's the first thing in it. And what do I need? And yet he gives all the things that he needs, the uh and it's interesting that throughout the thing that we need here, it does not have any 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 uh, uh, flower. You know, it talks about you'll say, well, flower is like a colbin, like they don't have behemoths either in here. You know, was donating behemoths. Yet you have shemel amora is yet donated, right? The ketores hasamim is donated. So we have the Ketaris, we have the Psalman uh, and the Shemin. So why is it not Lechem? The Lechem upon him mentioned here. I mean, don't forget, you're going into a midbar. There's no, uh, there's no flowers beyond on sale over there. You know, obviously, they had to go buy it somewhere along the line someplace, or for some reason, the Benjamin gave them enough brains to take enough flour with them or whatever it is. But... Uh, but that's about uh, but whatever it is. The shaylus. Why is that not part of what they what what he was told to give? That was that they go get it. Like okay. So what it, what it's really accomplishing is this. On all these things, the Benishim says, "I want it from you because you're the only ones that are giving it." So, for instance, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, the uh, the Menorah. The Menorah represents Teira, right? The Yidden won't learn Teira. There's no Teira in the world. The Ben Shem can't learn Teira for you. It's not. It's not. It's not going to happen. All the only thing is, you got to learn Teira. You're not learning Teira. There's no Teira. Abel, Panose, money. That's the Rabbeinu That's not. That's not you. So and the bracha I give, I give the one the money. I give the what equal. So if I give you only a certain amount of money and I give you a certain amount of chiyuvim to what to do with that money, then that money is going to be sufficient to do all those chiyuvim. So therefore, if I gave you, I told you you have to have lechem upon him, right? And you have to have wheat, obviously, whatever it is. And if you donate it, so then you gave it. No, I got to give it. So therefore, it's sufficient. Whatever I give you to buy it or however you're going to get it is going to be sufficient to get enough whatever you need. So you build yeshivas, whatever you have, whatever you have to collect, that's going to build the yeshiva. 
if it's not going to build the yeshiva, then you didn't do the job. But that then my says, but that doesn't mean. So I once had talk. I once said that, and uh, the guy took it to mean, well, if God's taking care of it, I don't have to give you anything. It's God's problem, right? No, no. If you do your part, God's make sure it's going to be enough. If you don't give what you what you can give, then it's not going to be enough because you didn't give. But whatever I asked you to give and you gave it, then that's going to be enough. Um, so that's why you didn't donate uh, the flower. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about the thing then. The, 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 the. Okay. And you should make an oven. It's the first thing. And they give you sizes to the oven. Now this is the oven itself is, is an espietzum. Without the without case of terrace, you have, how do you carry the oven? You carry the oven with badim, no, with big sticks. And the badim are in, are inside into tabois. What are the tabois made out out of? The taboys are made out of gold, pure gold. What happens with pure gold if you put something and you're going to pull on it? It's going to stretch. So you're not going to lift anything up off the floor, right? It's going to stretch. So it has to lift, okay? That's one thing. Secondly, what's the weight of what's in here? So now what's, what do you have? You have luchas, okay? So we had a visual leader, one of our curling right years ago, uh, went to measure what it is. He took the Rosh uh size of an armor, which is 21 and a quarter inches. And whatever it is, a month, I'm and a half, whatever, and we know the Gemara, it's a tefach thick. And it came out to approximately 5,000 pounds of solid gold. Gold, the weight of that size, gold, solid gold, will be weighing about 5,000 pounds. What is the luchas made out of? Sapphire. You have two luchas of Amalama. Now, what do you call it there? Weighing it, looking up the weight of uh, what do you call it, and came out to another five thousand pounds. They had approximately about ten thousand pounds in the arm without without knowing what the uh, what the kruvin weight. Now, with the kruvin could have been solid, could have been uh, loose. It doesn't say. It doesn't say how much you made out of. The mayor said you made out of. It's not going to weigh more than uh, what they call it, the kikers of. About, about how much how much zov went into the oven? He don't tell you how much it went into the oven. So uh, we know how much went into the total billion, but we don't know how much actually went into the oven. So whatever it is, but ten thousand pounds, four people can't lift ten thousand pounds. That's twenty five hundred pounds a person. It ain't gonna happen, right? And, and the name is nicest nicest. So. You're right, the oven doesn't need anybody. The oven can go flying by its height and we just hold on for the ride. I mean, you're right. Uh, but it's called Noises Noiso. It carries the ones that carry it. That means that somehow they're called carriers for some reason. So the, I think that they have to at least attempt to carry the oven. Now it's uh, like they quetch to lift it, you know, they're straining themselves and it all of a sudden takes off, whatever it is there. 
And uh, that's where, where that would go, how the oven would. And there's a lot of things in the oven. The oven that you divide them never leave the oven because they always have to be ready to move. Now, the badim, uh, to be able to, to carry it, obviously you have to have distance and forth. Therefore, they were at the short ends of the, of the oven, not at the long ends, uh, doing the width of the oven, so people can actually fit in there to carry it. Um, and also, uh, they were able to be put down. It was like a, the going from over there to lift it up. Somehow, that, that, that much room they have, because later on, it tells you when you're you, you putting in the oven into the base amigdash, into the Mishkan, you have to put the bottom down. So that means, and then when you're within, you lift up the bottom. So therefore, the bottom were like movable in that sense, but they never left the oven. They always with the oven because the oven has to always be able to be moved to go wherever Torah goes, wherever you are, wherever you're going to go, that's where Torah goes. And therefore, that's always with you. And the actually, uh, the, what the Kruvim actually looked like, um, what do you know it? A mashma, it was like in a way pornographic. Yosis Halayach Elikoyach in Seishosan Alkala. That's the, uh, the uh, I guess, the, the biggest picture of Ava, that's Shaykh, in Seishosan Alkala. And that's just as like of a koyach. And the thing over there, so that's what it was, it was over there. It, 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 the Goyim would say, oh, you see the Jews are pornographic and all this thing there. So when the, when the Romans actually broke in, it, uh, or whatever it is there, when they, the Romans didn't, didn't have it in the second base of Mesa, there was no Oren. But uh, it was also hidden before. But even before then, when they would, with the, the talks about anything, they, it separated. That there was a, 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 in a time of war or in a time of what he called it, or something that it shouldn't have, they were separate and they stood on the sides. One was supposed to be a man, one was a woman. And uh, basically, and the Rabbeinu Shalem and the, all the Nebuahs for Moshe Rabbeinu, if the, the Mishkan was built, was came over only there. And the only time Moshe Rabbeinu in the ancient spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. And for 37, uh, for 47, uh, 37 years, he didn't talk to him because they was in Chalisau, so was in Chayim. So uh, he didn't talk to Moshe Rabbeinu at all. Then you made the shulchan, that's what we said then, and, and part of the shulchan, like we said, it's part of the shulchan. The, the lechem atonim never leaves. I eat them every week. So you would push off, uh, as you were pushing the new one on, the new one would, the old one would come off. And that's the way that they had it. So the, the, the shulchan always had the lechem atonim on it. And uh, it was never without left my tongue. Then you have the menorah. 
that you make it uh, out of water, there's a design to it. And it's an interesting halacha. Kol's man, it's not made out of Zohov. There is no halacha of the shape of the manayva. You can have any type of six or seven things going out of it, whatever it is, it doesn't have any, any, uh, any buttons, any flowers, any cups, there's nothing. Doesn't have anything of these things, doesn't need it. When it's Zohov, you to have these three things. When Shiva said a simple pshat, is that when Tilly becomes Choshut, that everybody wants it, at that point, you have to have a gather how it's supposed to be. Until then, this is the Gabi in the Yerom of Kiruv. Until then, you just get everybody in, get everybody in to be from. Keep Shabbos, so like they keep Shabbos, they carry in keys, this, they, at least they keep Shabbos, they come to Shulah Shabbos, this, this. get them in here. You can't tell them to travel on Shabbos. You can't even begurge them to come on Shabbos. Oh, well, but the mice said, we don't check your pockets. We don't check your, what he calls, come to show. That's the thing. We got to get the people in. Once we have them in shul, now with the coming already, now we got to know, you know, how to carry, you know, how to do this, now how to do that. that. Now I need form. Now I need rules. Now I need rules. It's also maybe uh, to understand in, in, in this the same type of lesson in the in the Gemoma, you know, because I think it is where the there were four where there were the menayre was made out of different things. The original after Hashmanoim took over, they didn't make a gold menayre right away. They didn't have enough for gold. They didn't they were, they were too poor to have gold. So it says they made it out of wood or stone. It's a machlekes. Wood or stone. Uh, wood or stone, you don't make a precision instrument with. You make a table. You make a bench. You make a statue, whatever it is there. But you cannot get make a knife out of those things. Why? Because they grow up things. So it's a tool, but it's a tool that's not precision. Uh, so this sort of says in the Sashu, they became richer. So they then they made out of metal. They became richer. They made it out of silver. They became richer. They made it out of gold. Not that that's what it said there. Now. The question that, that always bothered me on that gimbal was if they was if, if they became richer, that's they were talking about physical richness. They always had metal because after the first battle when they killed hundreds of hundred million hundred thousand uh Greeks, they had all their weapons. You could melt it down to make one manera. I mean it didn't take much to make a manera. I mean, you know, saying it's Elevos. That's not what it means by rich. Rich means it's how we appreciate Taylor. What do you mean how you appreciate Taylor? So I'll tell you levels of, of how I passed through life. When I was a kid, a guy will bring me to the rabbi. 
and the rabbi would tell him on an answer and say, you know, you do this, uh, the reason for it is this. Rabbi, please don't mix me up with any reasons. Just tell me yes or no. I'm not interested in the reasons. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a grubber tool. You eat on it. That's it. I don't want to know nothing more. Nisashru. They got to say, you know, I want to hear understand the story. I want to hear learn a more. About Gemara, to something like that. No, you didn't think there. So I want to know. So it became an Indian method. We can make a precision instrument. We make, I want to went, I want the sharpness. Okay. We made the banana thing. But is it a job for a good Jewish boy? Nah, it's not. Rabban is not a job for a good Jewish boy. Midaf Lemon, but not a job that become a Rebbe or a Rav. Nah, that's not a job for a good Jewish boy. Then they got richer and they found out you make a living. Not such a good living, but a living. And it's a living of a Rabonis, a Rav, a Fumkite. Okay, that's silver. You can't mend anything there. But it's, it's as I say, it's a bad, it's a bad living. It become more that all of a sudden everybody wants it. Everybody wants Dafyemi. They, I, I understand from after I, I, I attended one of the, uh, the, the starts, and then I see the Dafyemi of Yushalmi is booming. Now, words, guys want Yushalmi. What, what do you guys want Yushalmi? They never learned Yushalmi in their lives. The, guy, the Rebbe didn't learn Yushalmi. What do you want with Yushalmi? El of us, we want Teir. We want Teir. Everybody wants Teir. What do you do for a living? Oh, um, I'm a, I'm a, I have a business, I'm an accountant, I'm a this, I'm a lawyer. A bill. I'm learning the whole time. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants it. Now you have, now it's gold. Now it's, it has no use. Gold is the one metal that the, the only thing you do with it is build adornments, is, is jewelry. There's nothing you don't need it, maybe for your teeth, but that's also done, I think, because of the... Uh, uh, they wanted to have that, that's called an adornment and so on. You open up your mouth and the teeth shine. I don't have any reason why they would want gold teeth. But anyway, but that's about the only thing you have with gold. Silver, you, there's things to make with silver. And, and, and platinum, which is maybe more expensive than gold, is, is the idea. It's used for airplanes, it's used for jet mountain. There's a use, a physical use for it. Gold is not a physical use. Gold's physical use is beauty. So therefore, it reaches that madriga, it became with, we, everybody wanted it beauty. When it reaches that madriga, we have to make sure there are guidelines. We have to know, they have to show that there's one tailor, everybody has it, every so rules are the same for everybody. That's the very important part. Um, Now, you may see the word Nadivlave over here. Yeah. I forgot to say this before, but the Indian of Nadivlave, what's a Nadivlave? It's called Shayitvenu Liboy. I want that somehow like charitable. This is a, it's a funny part. The, the, the Siam gave the Avni Noyam and the Avni Meluyam. 
Uh, and they also gave the uh, the Shemel Amor and the Psomel uh, to those are the expensive items that they, they're very expensive. So that they gave, they're talking about in the millions and the millions of dollars. Like Mark Gedushin has the Maisu with the Dumba and the Sina. Uh, one stone was about a half a million dollars profit. So we're talking about, I'm mean, so talking about the stone, which costed a million. That's one stone. You're talking about 12 of them. And you're talking about that thing. They took, the Benishon took out the Yud from their name of Nassim in Pash Pekude. In Pash, is, oh, no, not in, in um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the one before Pekude? Vayakil, they took out the yud from them. Comes back together, not pashas mostly, they put it back in the yud. That means you were not a native slave. Don't make any sense. What was the native slave? If you take a look at the amount of monies that actually were donated, uh, which is in Pasha Pikude, Pikude Amishkon, it counts how many kikre zorg there was. And uh, I think it was 15 of them, uh, not even a full 16. Because I could, he's about to move a Tasha, I'm sorry, 30. 29 Kike Vishwameus is Slashim Shekel. So under 30, just under 30. So figure out 30. How much is a Kike? 3,000 dinleys uh, of, take the Minak Bekaydish, it's double. So it's 6,000 dinleys of. So you have 6,000 times 30, right? Divided by 600,000, right? And what do you come out with? It comes out approximately, if you give 25, in the end, you give each year, we give one dinner Zohov. That would be way overboard. Besides, I mean, and that will include all the other things that you could possibly give. So, so of course, silver is one, one is 25 silver. So obviously you understand that I didn't have to give over. So we're talking about, we don't even have a full dinner zohar that you got to give to be considered a divlate. And yet the guys who gave millions of dollars, they're not in the divlate. What's it mean? An Adiv Lave is someone that's totally involved in the building. I don't need you. I need you to give. That's why I don't need you to the builders. We got builders. We got the guys there. Now, you know, I want you to come and tell me, what are you doing today? What are you building today? And you tell me I'm building this and this. And say, how much do you need for that? Oh, we need X amount. Okay, you make my first cheshben divide by 600,000. What's my cheshben? Uh, three dinlis, uh, cassette. Here they are. And I'm, I'm free. And I'm going there. But I but I came to check what you need. And then the next day, I'm back again. Right? So, and the second day, we're building the rest of the stuff. And whatever it is there. And we get the rest of the money from you. And, that, and that's it. You don't come to third, right? That the end of the second day, we told everybody stop coming. So 
they were involved, right? What did the Nassim do? Nassim came with very expensive items. Nothing really for the Mishkan that's going to be permanently in the Mishkan. Okay. The Victorious the, the and, and the Shemen are burnt up. And the uh and the Avenue Malim and then Shawam, they're in the uh, they're in the big dikuna. So there's nothing there that they are in the Mishkan. So they actually they don't have any chalik in the Mishkan except the machzah shekel in the Adonim. It's the only thing that everybody had to give a machzah shekel. Uh, but the idea is, more than that, they don't have in there. So they have nothing. Everybody else has a chalik in the, in the rest of the Mishkan. Why didn't they have it? Because they were cheap? No, they weren't cheap. They gave the million dollars, or the millions of dollars. And then they said, you know, anything you're missing, just tell us, we'll write you a blank check. But well, we gave you the blank check. But you have to, only if you need it. They didn't need it. You weren't part of it. They did it without you. Right? What was the yichas? The yichas you thought, oh, they call yourselves definitely not going to come across. So we're going to come across. Right? And how do you, the best, the best friend you can ever give an executive director is, I'll give you a blank check. Or it could be better than that, right? No, that's not good enough. The reason that I, I believe this is what it means in the thing that, that they came, babayke, babayke, that's two days. They came, it is, what do you need today for what you're making? We don't need storage. You don't need a bank account. We don't need anything else. What do you need for today? And therefore, you don't need an executive director. The only reason you need an executive director is because I got to borrow from here, I got to need it for there, I got to make sure I can pay it back, I have to know the money, money. That's why you need it. What happens if I have what I need, when I need it, I don't need anybody. And that's why, in a way, if I remember correctly, was the reason that the, the Japanese were able to overtake America in the car business. Why? Because they were able to produce it for much cheaper than the Americans. Why were we not? America, okay, your labor costs, okay, you tie the labor costs, but you're making Japanese cars in America too. You're not making just to make them in Japan. And so, therefore, like, how come they're selling still for cheaper than the American cars? The simple is, you know, uh, let's say, uh, what do you call it? Not American Motors, uh, General Motors. General Motors owns 20 companies. They make engines, they make brakes, they make uh, uh, generators, they make it, uh, uh, the outside of the car, they make whatever they make. They make, there's 20 different companies. And each company produces 20 or 40 hours a week, whatever they're producing. And how many cars can you build in a day, right? Oh, we, we built uh, a thousand cars a day. Okay, a thousand cars a day. I don't need 1,500 motors. But you built 1,500 motors. What am I going to do with the other 500 motors? I'm going to store it in a, in a thing. Oh, but to store it in a, in a warehouse, you have to build a warehouse. So I have to build a warehouse. I build a warehouse, I have to hire now patrolmen to make sure that nobody breaks into the warehouse. And stuff like that. So every one of my companies has a warehouse and guards and everything else. 
The Japanese only built as much as cars they're building today. That's how many motors were brought, how many brakes were brought, how many, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, batteries were brought, whatever it is there, all the things there, they had just what they needed. That means the other companies maybe worked very little. Like that, I can't answer you. Yes, the cash is of course effective that way. Obviously, it is. I don't have to store anything. I don't have to pay anything. And maybe the same company can make three or four different items that I can't answer. But I don't know how they did it, but that's how they did it. That's what they did. They ain't come into the Michigan. Okay. Uh, you make it uh, out of 10 years, and they have a, a, a design, and there's the sides to it, each year, and then you attach them five and five, you hook them together to get 10, they'll hold together with 10, but they're really the two five piece series of uh, whatever it is, the four and a half by uh, there's four uh, four amas and uh, they how and they're long twenty eight amas. Okay, and that's each one. You have uh, ten of them, so it's twenty amas by twenty uh, by twenty eight amas. Okay, and you make it. Into uh, look like uh, what he called angels, like proving whatever they look like, whatever that is. There. Okay. And again, you have pure gold holding these things together. They're gonna stretch. They're gonna break. They're gonna whatever it is, or they don't break. They stretch. So the it's not gonna hold. How do you do it? That's not the gag. Get the nisim and all over the place. And then on top of this, you're going to put your ears, which is going to be bigger than the Mishka. So it's going to be 30 amas and by four. And so it's going to be bigger. Okay. And uh, then you have on top of that, even you have uh, Whatever, I guess that's a beautiful color, red, whatever they were, what the Tchoshim looked like, uh, and whatever it is, wonderful. Whoever saw the Mishnah? You can't see from the outside because you got a cover on it. The only ones that will see it are the Kehanim that go in to do the Avay, the inside, which is minimal, right? They're the ones that light the Madeira, light the Ketayas, and that's it. And the Kohen Gadol, Yom Kippur, and that's it. Who's going to see it? What's the point? Obviously, it's not made for your view or my view. It's made for the beauty, for HaKadosh Baruch what it represents, what it has to do, and so on. And we'll see later in Parashat Bikudai that they even had to put it up first. And that we'll see why then. Okay. Then you make, it says you make caution. 
after you the this you make the koshim. The koshim are the beams that are going to hold the mishkan in place. The mishkan is going to be the ceiling, not the roof. The roof is the probably uh, the koshim. What is under that is the irisim, and then you have first the mishkan. So. That's the ceiling, really, that you see from the inside. You don't see from the outside. Okay. Um, you need 20. You need 20 on a side. So it's uh, each one is an arm and a half. So that's how big the, the Michigan was. Okay. Uh, 30 amas. And then what do you call it? into 20 and 10. And uh, whatever it is, and then you put a curtain in the middle, and that was the Kurdish Kadoshim and the Kadoshim. In the in the Kurdish Kadoshim was only the oven, and the oven was, like I said, sanded in width with its two poles sticking into the curtain that you can see it on the outer side. That was important that they see it, that they know it's there, whatever it is. On the in the uh, Mishkan. And they had the other half, though, with the Kaidish part, you had the Menorah and the Shulchan, which the Menorah was to the south, which that represents Teir, when you dive in Shemanesa, if you dive in southeast, then what's going to happen is your children are B'nai Teir, if you dive in northeast, then your children are rich. That's the, you basically divide the two ideas. But richness for Vedas Hashem. Now, to say that, you know, there's more Vedas Hashem with Torah and stuff like that. It, it could be. It may be you're more involved in the actual business of it, about the work that's involved with being about Stokia. As far as it, I think it's a very hard job, probably harder than being a Ben Torah. Ben Torah, you got to sit and learn all day, which is a lot of fun in it. There's your you schmack, uh, there's a challenge. And you feel uh, you feel good when you win. Uh, Gavir has to spend all this time giving out his money. Otherwise, he's got to be sitting and learning. He's not on there for vacation time. He's there, you got to do mitzvahs, or you got to go out and learn. That's what you got to do. So he has a responsibility to support everybody. That means he sits around, and there are Gavirim like that. That we, we talk about that actually it's a Shabbos night, which is a, a family night, maybe, or uh, I call it for the kids, obviously, Bonham night. And with the wives and the ones who are not up to the office of Bonham, they'll take the wife out for the night, something like that. And this guy sits giving out stocky to line up of people, a few hundred people. You know what it means to write a check, a couple, a couple, a hundred checks? Writing 50 hertz by hand. So 100, I'm sure, it really hurts his hand. And he's not involved with his family. He's not involved with the kids, not learning with the kids. He's sitting there waiting for people to come. The thing that that's his job. His job is to be stuck here. And that's a pretty tough job. Mm -hmm. You can talk which one has more family life, that I can't answer you. But neither one is has the, uh, the go on vacation 24 hours a day, uh, 12 months a year.
and then you made uh, the way they were formed that somehow the adonim are going to be the uh, we'll talk about the what they paid for it and that and later on uh, the adonim came out to an equal amount of money just enough uh when they had an kikaladin that's 3,000 silver uh, money called for each other. And this came from the Masters of Shekel, because things in. And they had extra for what they needed. It's a piece of for the outside uh, pillars that they needed. And this was the base of the thing. You're in the middle of a desert. Well, how you put up Binyan in there? So you got to have, like, the beams to be standing on something to hold the beams up. That's the thing. So the beams were in the silver sockets. The sockets were like the base. And uh, and what he called the therefore it formed a straight, a straight uh, beam and whatever it is. Okay, and here again you had in this the uh, the one that's in the middle there. Uh, uh, that that it bent the briach and you had one beam, one rod that held the beams together that went to all four sides. That means the wood had to bend in order to do that, right? Where does wood bend, right? So obviously you had again nisim. Now we so everybody constantly saw Yarashem. No, they always saw there's a God in the world because this thing can't happen. They're not natural. They're not normal. So this is the thing. So it always kept the religion there. Everyone understood that. Okay. Then it came to making the Mizbeach. Now, the Mizbeach is a machlekis of the Yimola. Is it three chamishamis leicha, ravua yia Mizbeach, vishulishamis komosai? So it's only three amas high. Three amas is approximately the size of a human being. Of, uh, you know, it's less than six feet. <clears throat> it's usually without the head. And the head is above that. So see, you can have the six footers in their gun school. But, anyway. but it's uh but it's three three feet uh, inches wise will be approximately sixty inches. Uh that you would have to the shoulder, which is five feet, and then you got the head. So you got your six feet or fifty, at least a five foot nine. You want to put it in the nine the head is about nine inches if it's such a guy, so approximately. Uh, that's that's how tall and the average person was. Very nice. Okay. Um, that's the height. Now, if that's the only height, so you want to carry it. So it tells us that you're making the corners. Uh, they put they put in uh, things. It was hollow. 
it was a hollow thing that they they, they put it filled up with sand and they came whoever they made of the, the, the welcome on midrash but they carried it on a thing so that's not so bad they got it's six feet tall. Where would I put it? I would put it near the bottom because it's as tall as a person. So you go down much and you can carry it. You know, in other words, the, it would be a half or two thirds down, let's say. So you have it. But there's a mandioma that holds that is three on top of 10. That's 13 ounces. Now, 13 ounces high, so how do you carry it? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't make too much sense. Uh, obviously, again, in this, you know, how do you, how would you, how would you balance it? That's the question. Where would you put the, the caution? Okay. They put out hats everywhere. Okay. So you have. Let's see. Okay. Then he made the chotzer. The chotzer basically was with the Mishkan stood and with the Mizbech Achitzeh stood, right? It was 100 by 50. And uh, they had, it was like curtains and the thing opened. And there were five, uh, there were 20 hours, of, uh, five hours apart, uh, whatever it is there, or every curtain, every beam, or every whatever every pole that supported it. And whatever it is, there. and it has a very strange, uh, I don't know, arrangement if you want to say of how you had to build the Michigan. Did it say here? Doesn't say here, but oh yeah, there's a. Um, in the, in the, probably in the, the Yakim. They, they made the thing and they made it like drapes. You know how drapes go? You want it to hang in one place. So what do you do? They put weights on the bottom of the drapes and therefore keeps the drape straight. So therefore the curtains and the, the, the Michigan walls are so. If that's the case, what do you need yistos? What were these uh, thing there? They they put into the ground. They also kept the curtain down to the ground with a hook, it's hooked into the ground. So you had two things that were involved. You had a hook, and you had a weight. You know why do you need both of them? And she was at Sal, they said, I think probably said it over there more than here, was that there was a difference the type of year you're dealing with. We're talking about the Mokim Hamikdush, which, which is the Chotzer, which is Machne Kuhune. Uh, that would be Machne really. And that we saw be outside, but I mean, but uh, it, it, it's Kedusha. You can't tell me mess can't be in there. The guns of business that you done it. That that it's a holy place. How do you remain holy? How does a person remain holy? So usually there are two types of people. There's a person that he can't do it by himself. He needs environment. I got to live in a Jewish neighborhood. 
I got a little swim hidden. I got to live in a neighborhood where there's a yeshiva, where there's a mikveh, where there's a shul, whatever it is there. I, I think there was, um, with the conservatives, they were not to drive on Shabbos, the shul. Well, it's only the shul. They can't drive on Shabbos, I would say. The, uh, the, um, not the, the guy before now. So I think it's in a way the last guy before now that was the head of, uh, of I mean, retired, Sorsch was the name. He said the biggest mistake conservatism made was the matter driving the shul on Shabbos. It should be also. Now, what do you mean? He didn't explain what he meant, but this is what I think he meant. Conservatism basically now is dead. I mean, they have a few adherents that still believe in it, but uh, whoever they got, they're selling out like crazy and they're falling apart. There's, not, there's nothing there. Okay, the reform at least have a bunch of goyim, but the, the, the conservatives have nothing. Why? Because you were able to drive to Shul on Shabbos. So you had a young guy who's made, being successful in business. Why should I live on the east side? Or there was no conservative place on the east side, really, so I can't see that. Or, or in the sections where there was conservatism in New York or around New York, why should I live there? Let me live up in the where the Richies live. Because I, 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 I can maybe then. But it's a 50-mile drive. It's an hour. Okay, I got to drive into town an hour. Okay, I'll drive. I'll drive the shul on Shabbos. I don't have to live near the shul. What was their It's more important that a Jew marries a Jew and the shul will become the social uh, venue for, for couples and therefore they'll marry Jews. If they lived away from them, if they weren't allowed to, them to drive to shul on Shabbos, they'll marry Goyim. So they'll, they won't come to shul, they'll marry going. So therefore, this way. But it also gave them the ability to live further away from the shul. So by living further away, I live 50 miles away. And the first Shabbos, I'm going in, maybe I make it the first Shabbos. Second Shabbos, it snowed. The third Shabbos, my battery was dead. My fourth Shabbos, something else happened. The fifth Shabbos, I don't go anymore. And he stopped driving, coming to shul. And who'd they marry? The shiks across the street. So they all talk it, disappeared. They're not there. The yid, the former yid, why is he we still around? Because we had to live together. We needed a yeshiva. We needed a shul. We needed a mikveh. We needed everything else. So that's where we lived, within walking distance. So therefore, we were still here. Because the ones you met were the the Fumayid and the girls and the Fumayidis and the Fumayidis. That's him. That's one type of Jew. And I say that's uh, what he called. He needs a society. He needs a group. And I know there's a lot of Jewish organizations that have in their, uh, what do you call it, uh, when they give the Jewish one, the Tanoima, they have to move to a Jewish neighborhood. Because they don't want them living in a non-Jewish neighborhood, they will go back to where they came from. They're not gonna hang on with it. So make it tonight. Can they make this snowy? I don't know because it doesn't say anything about this snowy. 
Abelamaisa, that's what they do. Okay. That's number one. And we see the importance of it. Then there's the Jew that has the weight. It hangs straight, very simply, because I have I, I hold steady, I hold fast. I I don't I don't shake back and forth. So I don't shake back and forth. I have the kechas and nefesh to able to to accomplish this. Of course, the question always is, how do you get the kechas and nefesh to do that? I always say, oh, why doesn't everybody have the kechas and nefesh? Why you only talk about only yichid and nefesh? I guess, in a way, you have to have the kechas and nefesh but you also have to have a commitment. Um, Yankee Favino uh, what did Yaakov Favino was his okay Yaakov that he should live he should live with the Gashmis. In other words, he, he sleeps to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He eats to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and all these things, but I have to do the Gashmis too. And the Gashmis I can enjoy. But I'm only allowed to eat what I need to eat to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. I can't eat extra. The only head to eat extra would be if I do like Pippi Ovisus today. That Gimel Shiochlu Uteira Beneyam, and you have Teira, so the eating Mishulchan Hashem, Shulchan Gor. The din is, if, if when you eat kochim, there's no shear of how much you're supposed to eat. You're supposed to eat, and not supposed to be any nicer left. Just keep eating and eating and eating. It doesn't make a difference. You're eating kochim. You're eating mishulchim gavoya. When you're eating, when you're eating, it's the same thing. If I'm eating uh, food that's going to keep me talking in teira, that's what I say. Gimel shachlu and tifer teira benehem. So we're going to keep talking. Have some chocolate. Have some ice cream. Have 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 malted. Have uh, who cares what you have? Just sit there and talk and learning. Who cares? And therefore, you can have all the things you want. But if you're not, then the din is whatever I need, I have. After that, I'm on my way. So it says Yaakov Avinu said, not so pushing. I can't accept this until I test it first. So he says, if I'll go by Shafti with Shalom or Beisovi. Now, in Rashi says, Blichet. Now, what is the hardest problem of a person doing that? Is to stop. It's enough. I can't stop. Another bite. That's just another bite left. What do I got to leave it for nothing? I mean, then I want to finish it. Finish it. That, that is, you can't eat. I don't know if I can do it. If I can do it, then I'll take on the spice of Leke uh, Yaakov. I'll make it a little kim. But I also said, I'll give you Maisa. Kaisha, what do you got to give Maisa? So you see, uh, what's the point of Maisa? You can say to God, God, whatever you want to give me, and I want to give Asa Sarolach, I'll tell you a better deal. Why don't you just give the guy 10% and give me 90? And I don't have any obligation on my head. I don't have to keep worrying. Did I give enough? Didn't I give enough? And oh, what are you, if, uh, what are you not allowed to give more than enough? 
Uh, they leave me alone. They, they, they just give me my my my, my chelik, and that's it. Why does he want to be involved in the giving? Because to be able to do this, you have to have kiruv from from the rabbis and the rosh yeshivas, from the people who need the tzedakah that they to do things to klal yisrael. And therefore, Allah, what does it mean? I'm going to give you who you whatever the places that are called you in this world. The shul, the knesses, the medrash. That's the place I'm going to give the money to. And therefore, what's going to be? I'm going to be an important partner to the to the to the rov, whatever it is there. And because of that, he's going to be mekar of me. And he's mekar of me, then I'll be able to live this way with this this undertaking, this chumra of of only be able to to uh, to to do what I need. So uh, good, I could hold myself tight. But you still have to have some kind of siyuwa. You have to have something. You know, they think that you can't just be, well, there's people that talk your needs constant. Okay, I don't need constant, but I do need something. And stuff like that, because ultimately, I think we would deteriorate uh, to the point in Mitzrayim that everybody is an individual. Everybody uh, does what they think they have to do, their, their own attitude, their own explanation. That was the Memchtes, the Charitumah. They weren't in Memchtes, they didn't do Memchtes, they were, they, they were solving the problems the wrong way. And because they solved the problems the wrong way, they landed into trouble sometimes. And that's the first, the Deir, the Deir the thing that they were, the Yitzhah Mitzrayim, that everything they kept arguing with Moshe, everything about everything. Because why? Because we had a different way of doing things. We have a different one. Everyone had his title to his opinion. Everyone had think they were more, uh, I guess, independent in that sense of their thought. And because of that, they didn't have that unity that they needed. And as I saw, it's not a big mile always. So you do have to have a uniting force, like the Yeshiva, the love, or whatever it is, to be able to... Uh, Hold the, uh, the the you even though you're you're holding yourself tight, but you have to have you so you are to a certain extent. Anyway, have a good Shabbos and a favorable Odell. I mean to pull in the Yotzei Hashem to be a good year.